new on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Comparing yourself to Orlando Bloom? <laughs> I compare myself to... I compare myself to Randy Quaid. <laughs> feel a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a hell of a day to quit drinking. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy, and joining me for the next hour to talk about his favorite parts of the 2022 All-Star Weekend, our signature assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how are you doing today, buddy? Pretty good, pretty good. My favorite part was just, you know, disconnecting from DFS for a few days. Uh, I told myself I want to I, I wanted to read a book, but I have like the attention span of a squirrel. So I read like the first 40 pages of a Harry Potter book and I just like and just like did nothing. So I, I did nothing, which is fine. Like I was excited about it. I, I'm glad we had that little uh, four or five day break because you're going to be seeing a lot of us. Our next day without a show, I think, is March 9th, besides yeah. Sundays. Yeah. Um, Hope you guys like our faces. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> honestly, other than Sunday, I think I think it's five straight weeks with the show uh, starting today. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of NHL DFS coming up over the next six weeks or so. It's going to be a lot of Josh and I here in your faces and in your ears talking about NHL. I will say, like, I I think that it was a pretty good All Star weekend, all things considered. I think moving the all the skills comp to Friday night is a really good idea. Um, you know, people people are typically home on Friday nights. You know, they get home from work or whatever, and then they just stay in. So it gives them, uh, hopefully, a little bit uh, bigger of an audience to watch. And honestly, like I get why they gave it to Alex Petrangelo, gave the breakaway challenge to him. I just. It's, it's one of those things like I, 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 I it's hard to get mad about it because it's just the all-star game. But, you know, these are the kinds of things that are there are incentives and contracts. You know, players win money for this type of stuff. Like, you know, obviously uh, people bet on this type of stuff. Like, could you imagine uh, betting on anybody but Alex Petrangelo to win that breakaway challenge and then he wins it? Like, um, I, I think there's a lot of good and bad uh, for the all-star weekend. But I, it seems to me like 
they're working through some kinks and there are a lot better things than there have been. I don't know why they don't do that, that all-star draft like they did six or seven years ago when all the boys got drunk and, and got and made fun of each other on stage. I thought that was great. What do you think? Yeah, that was awesome. Ovi was just lit, but he was trying to hide it. He was like at the red solo cup. No, but like Torts has to be so pissed right now because that Zegers goal was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Like I, I had to watch it on replay like 10 times to figure out how he kept that puck on a stick. And then I realized he was blindfolded. I didn't even realize he was blindfolded. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the skills comp. I was at the movies. Um, went to go see Spider-Man and Matrix. So that's how I spent uh, my four days off was just watching movies. But yeah, coming home to see that highlight, I didn't, like, it was like the fourth time I watched it when I realized that he was blindfolded. I honestly couldn't believe it. It was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. They definitely need to market the heck out of Trevor Zegris. We are brought to you by Yahoo Fantasy. Yahoo has been our sponsor this entire season. They've been very good to us. So let's try to be good to them. They have a special giveaway for first time Yahoo users. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. We should shout out uh, a few people did well last night. I saw Jason Zyman, uh, I believe he took down the 275 uh, stick lift uh, for 5K. Uh, he's been on a pretty good run of NHL here over the last, like basically since the holiday break, it seems like. Um, I noticed uh, Chris Nagus uh, had a pretty good night uh, himself, won a few tickets, and I saw you went a little over 3X last night. How'd you do uh, on last night's two-gamer? Yeah, I just, you know, I plugged in my boy, Mitch Marner. I, I will I will say this. Ever since Mitch was like, F this, I'm shooting first, dude's been on a tear. Like, since they moved him in a different spot on the power play and he decided to shoot the puck and DraftKings dropped his price by 30%, he's the man. He no longer sucks. But because of these games, he's going to be up to, like, 7,400 in, like, a week, and then he's going to be back to sucking. So I'll enjoy Marner while I have the week at him under 7K, and then we can go back to just, you know, tearing him a new one. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, and uh, there'll be a lot a lot of that probably over the next five or six weeks. All he has to do is hit a little bit of a dry spell for two or three games. Don't worry, Josh will be right back on his case. Uh, we have a seven-game uh, slate to talk about in a little bit. Before we get too much further, uh, if you guys could throw us a like, throw us a thumbs up in the chat. It really helps us out. Uh, and hit the subscribe button. Subscriptions really help, us gr help to grow this channel. Uh, it helps keep these shows coming on a regular basis across all sports. So uh, please click that subscribe button and click that bell if you want to get notifications whenever we do go on the air. Uh, we have free premium tools and data up on the site for today. Uh, we have them most every day, uh, today being no exception. We have, the N we have our NBA ownership rankings. We have our PGA top golfers, and we have our NHL top stacks, all free up on the site, uh, our free premium tools and data for today. And we also have a monthly podcast giveaway to subscribe to our podcast channel, leave a five-star review with your Osmo username and Twitter handle to be entered to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Oh, all right, Josh, we got seven games to get through. Let's get through this first game. We have the Columbus Blue Jackets with a 2.4 implied gold total. They're going into Washington. The Washington Capitals have a 3.7 implied goal total uh the big news is alex ovechkin cleared to play um there was some concern here uh with him because 
he had tested positive for COVID before the all-star break and everybody got tested coming back. So if he tested positive again, he wasn't going to be playing, but it looks like he's going to be in tonight. Alex Ovechkin back on the top line with uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov and Connor Sheary. It looks like that's what they ran this morning. Uh, Tom Wilson down on the second line with uh, uh, Joe Dirt Snively and uh, Nicholas Backstrom. Um it seems like there's probably going to be a fair amount of ownership here on Washington tonight, but with these broken lines, it's hard to say whether there's going to be a ton of ownership on certain three-man segments. Like, obviously, uh, Alex Ovechkin is going to be fairly owned here tonight, but I wonder about guys like, uh, you know, Tom Wilson, Nicholas Backstrom, Evgeny Kuznetsov, now that Kuznetsov has been pushed to the second power play unit. Uh, he's not on the top unit anymore with Ovechkin, though we know Ovechkin tends to play both halves of the power play. Um, and Columbus is coming in very much, uh, under owned, or I, I shouldn't say under owned, very low owned, uh, with very cheap prices. Uh, is that, is there anything that interests you on that Columbus side for those cheap prices? What do you like in this game, Josh? I mean, 2.4 total on the road, getting a pretty good defensive team. The thing is like capital starting Phoenix Copley, min price on DraftKings. I don't know what he is on FanDuel, but I know Jeremy Swayman is min price on FanDuel for whatever reason tonight. Um, hey, FanDuel. Um, but uh, so I, I feel like Copley is going to be pretty popular because he's 6,500 against a good defensive team with a good defensive team in front of him. I just, you know, like I hate using like, oh, you know, let's leverage the field against the goalie, but like Something that always resonated with me in MLB DFS is people always said, stack against the chalk pitcher if the pitcher is not an ace, right? Is Copley the man? Like, <laughs> he may win. He may, you know, end up being in the optimal. But if he's going to be 15, 20% at 6,500, I think, you know, taking some stabs, maybe not in one to three, because, you know, seven games play, 2.4 total on the road not ideal like you don't have to like go galaxy brain and leverage yourself out of your favorite lineup if you're building one lineup but like if if cop is going to be fairly chalky on draftings i think you know taking a stab on jenner line a taking a stab on cylinder voracek yorkstrand i think that's my preferred line like as a full stack you know getting them at really low ownership against the goalie that's really chalky i know this isn't mlb dfs but you know you kind of can c- compare goalies to pitchers because if you get your goalie wrong, you're probably not going to win. If you get your pitchers wrong, probably not going to win. So, you know, I think in MME, I think having a little bit of the the uh, the Blue Jackets makes some sense, especially if, you know, Copley's going to see double digits in ownership. On the cap side, like, I don't like stacking them five on five anyway. And these lines and power play units are just a mess. I think I'm going to do what I always do with the Capitals, and that's going to be um, – Power play stack. And I know, like, you saw the Caps beat writers say that Ovechkin's not on the second unit. He's going to play the two minutes. Like, they can practice without him. He's going to play the two minutes. So if you want to put him with Kuznetsov, I think that's fine. You want to put him with Shearer, that's fine. I might do something like Ovechkin, Backstrom, Wilson. Um, if you're really hard-pressed for salary, you know, Ovechkin, Eller, something like that. Like, Eller 2800 on power play one against, you know – 
that we had talked about earlier in the season how the Blue Jackets didn't take a lot of penalties, but that that has changed a little bit recently in the past six weeks. Their penalty numbers have started coming up. Um, the penalty kills, okay, like Merzlikens is a good goalie, I believe in Merzlikens, but, you know, if the Blue Jackets give the Capitals four, five, three, four, five opportunities on the power play, like they're probably going to score. So I think, you know, obviously you anchor and Ovechkin mix and match the power play guys with them. Yeah, it's it's definitely the power play guys are nothing for me from Washington. That's who we're looking at here. And it is important to note that what that Ovechkin is almost certainly going to play both halves of the power play. It's something they've been doing for two years now. Even when they practice with somebody on the second unit, it's like he's on the bench saying, hey, Sprong, you're not going out for this power play. I'm going instead. Like that's just I mean, when you scored as many goals in the NHL as he has, uh, you get. Uh, those rights every now and then so that's where I would go with Washington Um, on the Columbus side the problem for me here is I don't actually mind using like Columbus 2 here the problem is is that I don't really need to save the salary right like there Mm -hmm. aren't I I guess if you're going with some super expensive uh, Edmonton power play stack you might need the savings. Other than that, you really don't need them. There's no line above $22,000. So you, again, you'd have to go to some sort of McDavid plus Dreisaitl plus Bouchard or McDavid plus Dreisaitl plus, you know, nurse. You'd have to do something like that to get up into that range. Like I don't see a need to play a $10,000 line on DraftKings here tonight. You know what I mean? So I think if you want to one-off Bjorkstrand or something like that, I think that's fine. I just don't see the need to full three-man stack here. Uh, so yeah, Washington power play, maybe some Columbus too, if you're making a pile of lineups, uh, but, it, and they have that they, Columbus too has had good numbers. Like they played together this year, about 50 minutes together, uh, about 57%, 59% uh, shot share and scoring chance share. So they are a good line. It's just, like you said, tough matchup. And I don't think uh, you necessarily need the huge salary savings. So it's mostly Washington power play. On the blue line, Andrew Peak uh, for Columbus. Um, he's a guy that's just been playing a ton of minutes for them of late. He's still under 3K. Seems like he's in a in a block bonus position on DraftKings. Um, anybody else stick out to you on the blue line? Yeah, Peak or Gavrikov for the Blue Jackets if you need a shot blocking punt. On the cap side, you want to correlate Carlson. That's fine. Other than that, I think Orlov at 3,100 is fine. But, you know, other than that, I'm going to look for other teams all right let's get to this next game then and look at a couple of these teams pittsburgh 2.6 implied gold total going into boston the bruins have a 3.0 implied gold total uh evgeny malkin hitting the covid list uh coming off uh the all-star break he may be back for this weekend but he'll be out for tonight uh jeff carter taking his place on the second line uh evan rodriguez in turn, taking Carter's place as the third line center. I guess you could debate who was the third line center before that anyway, but uh, Crosby, uh, top line, Carter, second line, Erod, third line, and Evan Rodriguez also taking Malkin's top power play spot for the Penguins. Now, this is a pretty tough matchup going into Boston. I'd say it's also a tough matchup for Boston hosting Pittsburgh. Um, there isn't doesn't seem to be I shouldn't say there isn't there doesn't seem to be there's going to be a ton of ownership on either side here I see Pittsburgh's top top line coming in under four percent now the Boston top line might carry some ownership because they are relatively cheap uh, but then the second line coming in at four percent as well so 
might not be a ton of ownership here, but obviously there are a lot of skilled players. What do you like here, Josh? Yeah. In in my one to three builds, like I haven't decided how many lineups I'm going to play tonight, but these top lines, it's they're, they're going to, like in one to three, probably cancel each other out. And I don't know if I'm going to get there, but there's so much good leverage and top stacks is free today. But the highest leverage spot on the slate, pit one, you're going to get Bergeron, Marsha, and Craig Smith, which is ridiculous. Like, their numbers defensively are better with Craig Smith and Pasternak there. So, you know, one to three, these top lines are going to cancel each other out. And 20 max, like, like I probably have one or two pit one just because you'll get over the field. Probably I'll get to these top lines more if I was making, you know, 20 to 150. I just, you know, don't really want to commit over 21,000, almost $22,000 on pit one and the 2.6 total on the road when there's a whole bunch of lines in the like, you know, 17 to 19,000 range that I like much more. So this pit one, definitely MME. Uh, I think, you know, Evan Rodriguez is a decent one-off, 4,200 top power play. Um, his minutes may be an issue. Like as soon as he came off the top line, his minutes have kind of dropped off, but Power play one with Malkin out. That definitely is a plus for him. So don't mind him as a one-off. On the Boston side, top line Boston going into Crosby. That's just a tough matchup too. I think I would reserve them for 20 to 150. I do like Boston too, however. Um, you know, getting Carter, McGinn, Kapitan. I don't know if there's a huge sample on them. I don't think there is. Um, but I, I can't imagine, you know, Jeff Carter being super good defensively at this part of part of his career with Kappen and McGinn and you know you get two guys on Boston two on power play one you know you can go Hall Pasternak for 12-5 at two and a half three percent getting power play one so if I was going to go anywhere in this game it'd probably be Boston two oh Cliffy got kicked all right what's up guys <laughs> So yeah, um, one to three. I would. What happened? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So one to three. I would consider Boston two, but the top lines I'll say for MME. Uh, we move to the blue line. Um, you know, Charlie McAvoy under six K might be all right, but I'd probably save that for. You could do like Hall, Pasternak, McAvoy if you want to low on three man. But again, that's probably MME as well. Grizzlick is a little too expensive for my taste. I may punt Caro or Mike Riley, but, you know, on the Pittsburgh side, I would correlate what's hang with the power play. If you can fit it, that's really expensive. I don't think you, you know, one to three, obviously. Don't need to do that in MME. If you can fit them, there's plenty of value lines that you can fit, when, fit in with them. Uh, other than that, like maybe punting John Marino. Um but that's really about it. Tristan Yari at 7,500 on DraftKings is an interesting play. Um, I, I feel like he's going to be semi-popular, you know, goalies against Boston generally end up doing well if they win. Um, shot volume concerns probably, but at that price, I think he can take the stab. And then Jeremy Swayman, um, min price on FanDuel, not the best spot, but min price on FanDuel, you know, you got that going for you. Okay. 
So I think uh, Cliffy just is going to reconnect and then we'll move on. I'll, I'll start the game for him and then we can hop back in. We got the Carolina Hurricanes going into Ottawa to face the Senators. The Hurricanes have a 3.6 total. The Senators have a 2.5. Both these teams are on a back-to-back, -back, so it's probably going to be Auntie Ranta against Anton Form, uh, Forsberg. And I see Cliffy has rejoined us. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, the old uh, Atlantic Canada internet not really holding up uh, too well during this latest snowstorm, snow feast, whatever you want to call this last week. Uh, thanks for taking care of that. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully, um, not too much to say else in the Pittsburgh Boston game. So I'll just keep passing on that. We'll just dig right here into Carolina and Ottawa. Um, Tuvo Teravainen, I think is the guy that we kind of have to keep an eye on here. He was a game time decision for Carolina yesterday. Um, was scratched, obviously didn't warm up, uh, was scratched. I don't think he's going to play here tonight. You didn't think so either um, when we were talking before the show. Um, what would you do here uh, depending, like, are, are you going to slam in some Carolina regardless of, of Teravainen? Where do you stand on that team? What do you think about Ottawa here? I don't know. Like, 3.6 is a massive total on the road. They played yesterday. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Trocheck kind of got banged up in that game too. We just said, I, I would assume he's going to play, but I know he left briefly, went down the tunnel, came back. It just really depends on lines. They're obviously not going to skate today. Like, I would imagine they're going to just keep Jordan Martinook on the top line until Taravainen's ready. So, for me, like, I, I think Carolina's Hughes, Fetchnikov, Trocek, Jarvis, Jarvis would where, excuse me, would be where I would stack. It's just in one to three, I just don't know if I'm going to get to Carolina. Like, there's some big old totals that I like that are, you know, teams not traveling uh on the road back to back but you know carolina two makes some sense i don't mind going aho neck uh Neches two man you want to like tony d's been on a tear like 6500 just seems crazy but he always seems like he gets there 
So I don't know. Like in one to three, I, I don't think I'm going to get too much Carolina, to be completely honest with you. I think I would save them for MME. I wouldn't blame you if you did get to them in one to three because, you know, this is a massive total ownership in double digits, but it is, you know, banged up Ottawa, um, Forsberg and Nat. They played yesterday as well. So Carolina two, maybe, you know, parts of Carolina one. Ottawa, I don't know. Like that top line is fully correlated. I just, you know, do you really need a 13-2 line tonight? Like there's other ones that are fresh and better matchups. Like, yeah, Carolina takes a bunch of penalties and it is Ronta. So, yeah, I think, you know, fully correlated Ottawa one makes some sense. But I just don't know how much of this game I'm going to get to. Both these teams on a back-to-back. MME, I would definitely have some Ottawa one. Maybe even some Ottawa too. Like Nick Paul had a good game yesterday. Connor Brown's back, which is a nice bump for them. Alex Romanton, you know how I feel about Alex Romanton. But like one to three, no. MME, a little bit. Like if I had to pick two lines, it'd be Carolina two and Ottawa one. And then I'd probably just, you know, have a little bit over the field and then I just move on and, and look to jam in like the Minnesotas, the Edmontons, the Vegases, that this and that. Like, I don't think I'd make this game a priority. Yeah, I I really want to see what's going to happen with Tuvo and whether or not he may be in the lineup. I, it is an early start, right? It's a 7 Eastern start. So we're definitely going to have um, – we're going to have his update uh, before lock at least. So that's at least something here. It's the Carolina second line that is very much worth mentioning. Trocek and Svechnikov have been very, very good together this year. Uh, 220 minutes together, 73 shot attempts generated, three and a half expected goals per 60 minutes, scoring over over four goals per 60 minutes. Like, those are excellent, excellent numbers. And uh, Ottawa's second line hasn't really been that great. Um, They've just been shooting 18%, which will make any line look very, very good when they're on the ice. So... Um, if they don't keep shooting 18%, I think their 40% uh, shot share could really hurt them. And I think that could be a good thing for Carolina too. So I do like Carolina too here tonight. If you check out our top stacks, and again, our top stacks are free today up at Osmo.com. You'll see that their ownership's coming in very much in check between 10 and 11%. So Carolina too. I don't mind Ottawa one here either, but uh, it's, it's again, it's one of those situations Um where it last night they were sending them out against third lines and that might be against the George Stahl line. And I know it hasn't been as great defensively as in recent seasons, but they're still good. So um, I would probably just stick with Carolina two here though. Ottawa one definitely in play on the blue line. I wrote up Nikita Zaitsev uh, in the power plays article, power plays article up at Osmo.com free to read uh, whenever we do post them. 2,500 on DraftKings. He only played 19 minutes last night, but they didn't have, they didn't take any penalties. Like he didn't have any penalty kill time. So I assume he's going to be like a 22 minute guy uh, if they take a few penalties here. So Zaitsev on DraftKings, min price sticking out to me. Anybody else stick out to you? Yeah, Zaitsev for sure. Like Tony D'Angelo, if you're going to correlate, like he's been really good for DFS. Actual hockey, debatable, but for DFS, very, very good. Maybe punt Brent Pesci, but I, I'd rather play Zaitsev. 
All right. Um, with Daytona right around the corner, we are offering our Osmo Plus NASCAR package for less than $2 per race this season. That's $70 for a full year of Osmo Plus NASCAR. This gives you access to our driver projections, our ownership projections, and our top driver's tool that will give you the edge you need in NASCAR DFS. Use promo code Green flag, that's all capital letters, all one word, green flag, at checkout, or simply click the link in the description of this video to activate. This offer is valid for through February 20th, which is another 12 days, which is next weekend, I believe. So uh, if you want to get into some NASCAR, use the promo code green flag, all capital letters, all one word, or click the link in the description of this video. All right, let's get to this next game. New Jersey, 3.1 implied goal total going into Montreal. The Habs also have a 3.1 implied goal total. New Jersey played last night, started Nico Dawes and got, beat, got their brains beat in. Um, New Jersey going into Montreal tonight. Going to be starting John Gillies, it looks like. Uh, Montreal, uh, Montreal at home, and I have one of the guys in this game from the Habs in my Power Plays article. Uh, Caden Primo expected to start probably stuff to like on both sides of this game Josh what do you like here yeah I mean the first thing you notice especially you know if you're looking at top stacks or the lineup builder NJ1 coming in as the lowest leverage spot on the night they're coming in at 22.2 percent which like I guess makes sense but like at the same time in the same total at home fresh not playing a devil's team back-to-back. The top line in Montreal coming in around 7%. Now, all things being equal, I'd rather just play Montreal 1 here. They're at home. They're fresh. They have the same total. Nico Heischer and Jesper Bratt have pretty good numbers together. Nico Heischer and Jaegar Shangovich do not. Very small sample. I would imagine that line would end up being okay. But, like, at 22%, I'd rather take the line at lower ownership. And I know they have good numbers together. They have a, a sample together. So I think from this game, I'd rather go to Montreal one in one to three. If you want to play devil's one, that's fine. Like there's plenty of ways to get different. And we were talking about before the show, like the Canadians have had the worst goaltending in the league in the past like six weeks or, or since Blackwood went down, which is like a month, six weeks. Yeah. So like, yeah, New Jersey one's fine, but like just because of ownership and you know fully correlated and you know they have decent numbers together, I'd rather play Montreal one. The devil side, like I, I think again, and I don't know if you need the salary tonight, but you know Mercer, Tatar, Janssen would probably be the devil's line that I would want to take pieces from. You know, I think you know Mercer, Tatar, two man. If you're trying to power play something really expensive, makes some sense. Like you're just gonna get depth of. The Canadians and Dvorak's out, so like their center depth is just absolutely horrific after Suzuki. So getting those depth matchups, you know, is really good, and it is Caden Primo. So you know, maybe a little Mercer to two man makes some sense. I like in theory, I like Pavel Zaka. He is on power play one. That's a decent one off twenty seven hundred. Like the Canadians penalty kills absolutely terrible. So, I mean, getting in the power play guys makes some sense. And Zaka, 2,700, his line mates five on five aren't great. But, you know, for that price on power play one, I'll take a stab. So, you know, New Jersey one in a vacuum is fine. I'm probably going to fade them because of ownership. 
I do like Mercer Tatar. I do like Zaka as a one-off, and I do like Montreal one. So this is my problem here with New Jersey is that uh, Montreal's penalty kill, like you mentioned, not very good. That would be one of the ways he can take advantage of the Habs. But I was looking at New Jersey's power play numbers with and without Jack Hughes and Dougie Hamilton, and they're bad. Like the New Jersey power play without Jack Hughes or Dougie Hamilton on the ice their goals go down by about a third. Their expected goals and their shot attempts rate, their expected goals goes down by about 40%. Their shot attempts rate goes down also by about a third. It is cataclysmic what happens to that power play without those two guys. And I don't think it's hugely surprising. They don't have a lot of puck. I mean, they do. They have some good puck movers on the blue line, but I think PK Subban is probably the only one who could really run a power play. Um, and they don't have uh, anywheres, anyone, anyone anywheres close to Hughes' skill up front. So I think, you know, that makes sense to me. So if you're going to tell me this power play is going to be completely anemic going into Montreal, then, then you're focusing on the five-on-five five lines. And if you're focusing on the five-on-five five lines, I agree with you with dumping down to the cheaper guys, like the Janssen, Mercer, Tatar guys uh, that you spoke of. They do have a decent sample together this year about 52 to 54% shot share and expected goal share. They're going to get the depth from the Habs and the depth from the Habs, like maybe the first line is fine. Once you get to those third and fourth lines and you're running into the Laurent Dauphins of the world and the Ryan Palings of the world and the Mike Hoffman's of the world, for as good as Mike Hoffman is on the power play, he's still atrocious at five on five. Like I think that New Jersey third line can get there. But again, it's, it's that same situation that we talked about with that Columbus line, it's like, do you need a $10,000 line tonight? And I'm not sure the answer is yes outside of Edmonton. So I think it's a case you're, you, I may be only playing, be playing New Jersey, depending on what the rest of my lineup is. New Jersey isn't going to be the team that I'm going to be focusing uh, all my lines around. That ownership is just coming in way too high, 22% uh, on the road. I don't care if it's a three total, 22% on the road on a seven game slate is just far too high for me. So um, I think I agree with you on New Jersey three, not a bad little filler. You can two man, uh, you can just one off some guy from there if you want. I think that's fine. Uh, it's Montreal top line on the other side. I wrote up Arturi Lekkinen, uh in the power plays article. Um, line one, full power play one. His price has come up on FanDuel. He's $5,000 on FanDuel. <laughs> that feels... I, I, it feels right for a guy getting top line and top power play minutes, but this is also a bottom five offensive team. So like, I don't know if I'd want to pay that price on FanDuel, but DraftKings, he is certainly more than fine on the blue line. Uh, is there anybody that you'd want to play less for 2,500 than Chris Weidman? Cause it feels like I always stick that guy in with my Montreal stacks. And it feels like that guy hasn't done anything at all this season. But again, as long as he's getting those power play minutes with Suzuki and co uh, he's kind of hard to just flat out ignore. Uh, I guess on the New Jersey side, Damon Severson 4,400 still very much in play. Uh, you know, especially with that three total. What do you think about defenseman here? Yeah. Severson's fine. It's like Chris Weidman. Like, <laughs> I just, I just have a hard time clicking him in. Like if Kale Clay was running power play one, it'd be a much easier click. 
this is where we're getting to. It's like, I'd rather play some Kale Clegg, you know, times yeah, or even like Brett Kulak at noon price. Like I'd rather play, like, I don't know. Like I, I just, I, you don't have to add him. That's for sure. Unless you're just trying to jam in some really expensive guys. I think, you know, you don't have to, if you're playing full Montreal one, you don't have to put Wyman in, but he is in price and he's on the power play. So maybe he'll uh, luck box into an, an assist or two. Yeah, hopefully that would be nice. Um, I see 120 people in chat and only 41 thumbs up. If you guys could please click the like button, it would really help us out a lot. Uh, besides that, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest, and we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at osmo.com, and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below, which can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's NHL $2,000 baller and the $1 million baller for the Super Bowl this weekend. We also have a free roll running for the big game on Yahoo with first place getting $1,000 and a year of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to that contest in the video description below and make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Super Bowl coming up this weekend. Might as well uh, get some free Yahoo bucks if you're going to be playing uh, some D Super Bowl DFS. If you're a new first-time user to Yahoo, just click the links in the description below. All right, let's get – we have three games left. Let's get to this first one. Minnesota, 3.3 implied goal total. Going into Winnipeg, the Winnipeg Jets have a 2.8 implied goal total. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois and Neil Pionk both out for the Jets tonight. Looks like Andrew Kopp is going to take Dubois' spot, not only on the second line, but also on the top power play unit. On the Minnesota side, looks like Matt Dumba out. Um, should be some more minutes for guys like Spurgeon and Brodine. What do you think here, Josh? Yeah, so this is a pretty interesting game here. Um... I do really like Minnesota one just because they've been great. Their numbers recently though, have not been great, but like Stasny Scheifele, they're going to get Stasny Scheifele Wheeler. And despite Stasny being there, it helps stabilize them a little bit. Like their historical numbers together are just very high event. So I think, you know, getting to Minnesota one, especially a low ownership, I think they're our highest besides Pittsburgh. They're our highest leverage spot of the night. Yeah. They are. They are 21-5. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you can definitely go to Minnesota one tonight. I just, you know, I, there is a couple other spots that I prefer more, but at that leverage, I think, you know, and how good they've been this season, I think you can definitely play them. Uh, also don't mind, you know, a little bit of Boldy, Fiala, Gaudreau. You want a one-off Fjallarks and Eck, I think that's fine as well. But for me, I think this is a Minnesota one game. On the Jets side, let me start with Connor Kopp and Perfetti. So Shifley, Wheeler, Stasny going to get the, um, the Hartman line. So that leaves Connor Kopp, Perfetti to either get the checking line, which I doubt they send them out against. 
So they're probably going to get a fair bit of Fiala, Gaudreau, Boldy. And that is not a cupcake matchup. Like they are very good defensively as well. So you look at their, you know, expected goals numbers, they're under two and it's a fairly sizable sample. Not as good as the checking line, but not that far off, honestly. It's closer than I thought it would be. Um, and Andrew Kopp moving up to the second line center. He's definitely more suited. His game's definitely more suited to be a winger. So I don't know, like, the name values there, but I always worry like throwing these guys together kind of got like cop out of place. It always worries me in a tough matchup. Like, I just don't know if I want to get there. The thing is like, if cop being the second line center, Shifu is just going to play like massive minutes tonight. So I think if anything, you go to the Winnipeg top line here, not only is he going to definitely play over 20, the Minnesota penalty kill is not good at all. Capo Kakinen's in that. It's not Camp Talbot. Talbot's not a world beater, but he's definitely better than Capo Kalkinen. So, you know, as much as it pains me, because I know how bad they are defensively and I know how pure they run on the empty net, I, I just think, you know, if I'm going to go to anything on the Winnipeg side, it's going to be the Jets' top line. You want to add in, you know, Connor for more power play. You want to add in Cop for more power play. That's fine. But for me, Minnesota won, Winnipeg won, maybe some Winnipeg power play. Yeah, it's it's the Winnipeg power play is probably where I'm looking right now. It's just it feels like it's it feels like it's going to be one of those nights where Winnipeg just plays a lot of their top six. Like I can see something where like Shifley plays like 23, 24 minutes and Cop plays like 19 or 20 or something like that. You know what I mean? And then, you know, the third line plays like 13 and the fourth line plays like six. Like when they have. Winnipeg tends, I mean, we'll see what happens. It is a new coach. It's not Paul Maurice. Paul Maurice was fired there like six weeks ago or whatever. But typically what they have done is when they have to load up the top six like they do tonight because of injuries, like Cop, they like Cop on the third line and they will play the third line if he's down there. I'm not so sure they're going to play much of that third line here tonight. So it is more about the Winnipeg top six. And if it's about the Winnipeg top six, that means it's about the Winnipeg power play for me. So something like Shifley and Connor plus Morrissey. We should note that what that it's uh, going to be Josh Morrissey on the top power play unit. So um, if you're playing the top power play guys from Winnipeg, that's where you want to go. So I, yeah, Winnipeg one, Winnipeg power play is probably where I go with this. I definitely wouldn't go uh, down to Winnipeg two. I'm not so sure about playing cop or not cop uh, Connor well over 8k without his normal center there. That feels, that feels a little bit, a little bit dangerous to me unless I'm putting him in a power play stack. So that's where I am on Winnipeg. On the Minnesota side, I wrote up Fiala, Godreau, and Boldy for the Power Plays article, so I may as well stick there with them. Uh, 35 scoring chances uh, per 60 minutes and nearly 90 minutes together this year. They're very good offensive numbers. Uh, they're coming in uh, with reasonable ownership by our top stacks as well, coming in at about 3%, 3-4%, depending uh, where they end up. So, yeah, I do like uh, Minnesota 2 here, Winnipeg 1. On the blue line, like I said, uh, Josh Morrissey running the power play. He's a guy that sticks out to me. Uh, Jonas Brodine plays a lot of minutes uh, from – well, should play a lot of minutes for Minnesota here tonight. He sticks out for me at 4,300. Anybody else? Yeah, Brodine's fine. Spurgeon's fine. Golgowski's fine. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. 
Samsung, more wow than ever. It's Chevy truck season. And with the Chevy Silverado, there's no such thing as an uphill battle. With the Chevy Silverado, you can take on the mountains or you can move them. Because with impressive towing capability, an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen, and a choice of powerful engines to pick from, whatever your mountain, there's a Silverado with the capability you need. Click to learn more. Find new roads at your local Chevy dealer. Morrissey's the guy on Winnipeg. That's probably about it, unless you want to, you know, Brandon Dillon with your goalie, but a 3,400, I'd much prefer him being like 2,800, 2,900. Yeah, I agree. Once uh, Dylan gets to those mid threes, that's kind of tends to be uh, when we drop off. Should note, it, it does look like Dylan DeMello might play on the top pair here tonight for Winnipeg. So, you know, 2,500 uh, for a guy that might play 18 to 20 minutes. Um, not a bad punt there if you want, want to get away from Zaitsev. All right, let's get to this next one. This one looks to be an absolute dandy. Vegas, 3.3 implied goal total going into Edmonton. The Oilers have a 3.2 implied goal total. Um, with Evander Kane in Edmonton now, they're effectively running three lines. I should say they actually have a playable third line now. Uh, it's not necessarily the same thing as playing three lines. Um, but they have changed up the second line a little bit. Ryan McLeod, Zach Cassian skating with Leon Dreisaitl. I mean, that seems like... Uh, really tough sledding for Drysaddle on that second line. What do you think about this game, Josh? I, like I, I understand the Edmonton coach wanting to get depth in the lineup, but just, just not like this. Like McDavid with Kane and Yamamoto. Kane and Yamamoto are bad defensively. McLeod, Drysaddle, Cassian. That trio is probably horrific defensively. That third line is probably decent defensively. Hyman, Nuja, Hobson, Puliarvi. But, like, if you want to balance it out, just swap Puliarvi, Cassian, or move Hyman up instead of Yamamoto. Like, just not this crap. Like, what do you do here? So, like, Edmonton, you do what you normally do. You play McDavid and Drysidle, and you fill in the rest. I don't want to full stack Kane, McDavid, Yamamoto. I don't want to play Yamamoto. I don't want to play McLeod and and Cassian with Drysidle. Like, yeah, Hyman, Nugent, Hopkins, Puliarvi on paper is nice, but like, you don't want to stack Edmonton line without McDavid or Drysidle. So if, I was just thinking that might be their best like three man yeah. line. Yeah. So like, and, and, and it doesn't have Yeah, like you said, yeah. you, you wouldn't play them without McDavid or Drysidle. Like, what do you do? You just, so you you do what you do with. Kind of what you do with the the Capitals. You play McDavid with Nugent Hopkins and Puliyarvi. You play McDavid with Drysaddle and Puliyarvi, or you do McDavid, Drysaddle, and for whatever reason the Oilers wanted to put Barry back on the top power play. They don't like winning, so yeah, let's play Barry on the top power play. Why? So like, yeah, you can do that with the Oilers. If I had a full stack, anything like again, it would be that third line. But I don't want a full stack an Edmonton line without McDavid or Drysidle. So I'm just going to mix and match McDavid and Drysidle in with some other players and power play stack. On the, the Golden Knights side, both these top lines are in incredibly good spots. Um, Pacioretty, Stevenson Stone going to get the McDavid line. And, you know, it is McDavid, but that iteration of that line is high event. So 
McDavid giveth and McDavid taketh. So I think you can definitely go to Vegas one tonight. It's one of my favorite spots tonight. Vegas two coming in in half the ownership is Vegas one, which is interesting because Vegas two is always overowned. But I guess, you know, Marshall's price kind of drives that down. But if they're going to get that dry cell passing McLeod line at a reasonable clip, like there's, there's no reason why that Vegas second line shouldn't run them over. And let's not forbet, forget, Mike Smith is back off an injury because Koskinen is on the COVID list. Mike Smith is like 49 years old. He he had a good season the other, like one of the, the most mind-boggling seasons you'll ever see out of a goalie a few seasons ago. But he's back. He's back to reality. He's coming off a long layoff. The Oilers aren't great defensively as it is. So I, I think, you know, pick your pick your Vegas line one or two. You want a one-off Dadenoff, that's fine. And just go about your day. So this is a this game feels really important from a DFS standpoint. It's a six and a half over under. I prefer the Vegas side just because the Oilers lines are just crap. So this is where I'm gonna start with Vegas two because Vegas two. Knowing what the Edmonton second line looked like, Vegas two was the most one of the most interesting lines to me from the outset of this slate when I started researching it. Their last 120 minutes together, which is about 10 games, roughly, give or take. 57% shot share, 35, they're generating 35 scoring chances per 60 minutes, which is the same number of scoring chances as the Edmonton top line, but they're shooting 2.3%. That's been the entire problem with Vegas 2 basically since Christmas. It's shooting percentage. It's nothing else. So if you're going to give me what is a pretty good Vegas 2 line, going into what doesn't look like a very good Edmonton 2 line, and Vegas is, Vegas 2 is coming in with good ownership. Like They're coming in at 3 to 4% by our top stacks. And once again, top stacks free up on the site today. Yeah, I do like Vegas too. Um, I wrote up Max Pacioretty in the Power Place article. Um, if you want to check out that article and what I have to say about Pacioretty in the top line, just head on over to Osmo.com and go check it out. Um, I think the top line is just fine in this game as well. But I think the second line at their price, at their ownership in this matchup, uh, really makes a lot of sense. So Vegas too for me, Edmonton Power Play on the other side. Um, I, I agree with you. You know, you have to, you kind of have to go with the with the broken stacks. I'm not stacking dry side of uh, McLeod and Cassie, and I'm not dry. Uh, I guess you can probably get away with the top line if Yamamoto actually gets on the board, but uh, Yamamoto not nearly as good as uh, as we might think he could be uh, or should be. Uh, he's just not. And yeah, with Mike Smith in net, hasn't played in over a month and hasn't been good this year otherwise. Um, I think this is a very nice night for Vegas too. On the blue line, nobody really sticking out to me. I guess, you know, if you're going to have White Cloud and Martinez out, you know, Theodore's probably going to play a lot of minutes and take some of those shots and all that. So him, uh, maybe McNabb plays a lot more minutes. What do you think about defensemen here? Yeah, with those guys out, I don't mind, I don't mind Nicholas Haig, 3,400. Theodore, under 6K, definitely. Um on the Edmonton side, like, I guess you could correlate Barry power play. Like, he's getting into that. Even with this price at 3,800, they're just pricing him like Keith Yandel now. He's like, you suck. Yeah, he's on the third pair. Like, he's not going to play much five on five. 
he's just there for the power play now. Like Bouchard's pricey is 6,100, Nurse 7,200. Like if you have room, I guess they're fine one-offs, but it's just hard to find room if you're going to use McDavid and Drysaddle. You know what I mean? So like, I guess you could. That's that's be, the case where you bring in that ten thousand dollar Columbus two line or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you put in Nurse, like Nurse. Take his price away. It's it's a really good spot for him to rack up some perifs here. Seventy two hundred though is just pretty spicy, especially when he's not on the top power play. You can get guys like Nugent Hopkins or Puliyarvi on the top power play for five k. So you know they're probably like Nurse and Bouchard probably going to be fairly well owned at their prices and I don't mind them if you have the space. So, but you know, if you want to correlate Barry, correlate Barry, you feel, I could just, I could see and sense the sadness in your voice. Just saying you can correlate Barry. No, but you know what it was like the Leafs let him go. And then he had that really big season. The Oilers fans were like, look at you did Leafs. Like, yeah, no, look at him this year. It's just absolute, the wheels have fallen off. <laughs> it is, it is, it goes to show that that's what happens to a one-dimensional defenseman uh, if any, if the good defension starts falling off at all. Um, we have one game left to get through before we get through it. Let's talk about the Osmo Hall of Fame. The Osmo Hall of Fame is where we like to celebrate winners here at Osmo.com. And if you'd like to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo profile picture from Osmo.com slash avatar. You tweet your wins to the Osmo Hoff account on Twitter, and you do all. And if it has to be a contest uh, with at least five thousand contestants with a top three, and if you do all that, you can win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, you'll see uh, to uh, toe deck or to deck, however you want to say. It, it says starting off twenty twenty two cooler than our to winter, but hopefully this last night takedown turns things around. Ten thousand dollar takedown in NBA. Good for him. See Adam List looks uh, like a showdown. It looks like a showdown split of first in NBA for over nine hundred dollars. Uh, you get into some betting. Uh, you see a same game parlay, a twenty three hundred same game parlay hit by Bogart. Nice job, Bogart. You see Ernest Price take down third place in the NBA quarter jukebox. Good job, Ernest. Uh, first place uh, for Doc RX eighty nine. Uh, in the $6 quarter in the, in the 6k quarter jukebox, sorry. And then you'll see a fourth place in the 300 K NBA shot machine from Monday, whether it's NBA NHL or the last game of the NFL season coming up this weekend, we have you covered here at Osmo.com. Send those wins in here to Osmo. Uh, Speaking of NBA, we got a bunch of shows coming up after us. We have the Yahoo NBA live show coming up right after this one with McCarthy and LaMarca. And they're followed by the No House Advantage NBA strategy show with Aton and Terry. And then after all that, at 445 Eastern, your NBA double dose uh, with the deeper dive and then live before lock starts with Lafay Adam at 445 Eastern. All right, let's get to this final game. Arizona going into Vancouver. Arizona 2.1 implied goal total. Vancouver 3.4 implied goal total. Um, just a note. Tanner Pearson, JT Miller, Brock Besser is the top line for Vancouver. Uh, some lineup sites had that wrong, just updated recently. Um, that's a line that looks very good to me, but it also looks like it's going to be very highly owned. Uh, what do you like in this game, Josh? Yeah, I mean, if you want to go to that Vancouver line, I think that's perfectly fine. I just worry that they're going to see close to 20% ownership 
Uh, it's a really good matchup for them. You know, Coyotes penalty kills awful. Um, not great defensively. So it's just, you know, you want to, you want to get to that line. I think that's perfectly fine. I, and I like them. I think you can move down the lineup a little bit here. Um, you know, Horvat Garland, you know, Garland's on the top power play. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I like them too. I'm worried about that ownership as well. I like this third line <laughs> just because, okay. So yeah, the top six of the Coyotes, not very good defensively, but that third line for the Coyotes, Riley Nash, Antoine Roussel, Andrew Ladd, or if it's Christian Fisher or Andrew, it doesn't matter. They are just so bad defensively. They give up so many chances in this third line, uh, Pat Coles and Pedersen Hoglander, you know, very cheap. I would imagine they see the lowest ownership of a line on Vancouver in the top three. Anyway, you get Pedersen, you know, power play one, he'll probably see some ownership, but I like Hoglander as a player. Um, Pat Colson, we talk about, he just shoots, but for min price, I think that's fine. You don't have to full stack here. You know, a Pedersen Hoglander two man against the bottom six of the Yotes, getting a little bit of that power play, getting a lower ownership in 3.4 total, I think, you know, is fine. If you want to use the top six, it's fine. But I think I don't, I think I'm going to have some Pedersen Hoglander tonight. And then on the Coyote side, I mean, I just maybe some Keller Galchenyuk Schmaltz, but I don't think I'm going to be getting too much Yotes. Should mention uh, Vancouver is stacking their top power play with Quinn Hughes out. Um, Ekman Larson running the top power play with Besser and Miller, Horvat and Pedersen. That makes you, it allows you to do some different stacking stuff. If you're really worried about Vancouver, 20% ownership, you can do uh, Miller, Pedersen, Ekman Larson, or Miller, Besser, Horvat, or something like that. There are ways to get different with Vancouver if you're worried about really high ownership. And it's a great power play spot for them. So I really like the Vancouver power play. I think Arizona one is is playable here, the Keller-Schmaltz duo in particular. I just don't think they're very good. So if I get to them, I get to them organically. I'm de definitely not forcing them in. Vancouver power play is what I like most in this game. All right, Josh, we got to get out of here. I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies in the uh, for this slate. My hat trick pick for tonight is Jesper Bratt, and my goalies are Tristan Jari and Connor Hellebuck. Who do you like? Like those goalies are Demko, if you're spending up a little bit. Um, let's see. That's really – I mean, obviously, Copley is 6,500 on DraftKings. You can take a stab. My hat-trick pick is going to be Max Pacioretty. There you go. Max Pacioretty, Jesper Brad, your hat-trick picks for tonight. We got to get out of here. The NBA guys coming up right after us. Good luck tonight in NHL, everybody. And for Josh, for Mike, we'll see you tomorrow.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.